0: I'm Danica Juarez, and I'm Jan James, and this is How's How's It Hold Up? Hey everyone, before you listen to this podcast, we have to tell you about a tragic loss podcast. I'm still
1: so sad about it. A
0: podcast casualty that would have preceded this one, Um, but we had Watched and recorded a wonderful podcast on Cinderella 2 and Cinderella 3. Yes. Um, it was
1: an hour and a half long. <laughs>
0: yes. And we, um, we tragically lost it and all I can say Most is... Most of it.
1: There's about 20-something minutes that, that um, I'll put on our patreon for those who who want to listen to it but unfortunately the majority of the episode is gone
0: and you know it's similar to a debacle i had with final fantasy (laughs) 10 um you know i i just gotta say if anyone's experienced what i did with final fantasy 10 now i mainly game on pcs and i love of course my mass effect and my dragon age Sure, sure. but i guess showing my age here um should i say my age it's up to you. Do I even remember my do age? Do you?
1: Do I remember? <laughs> you had a birthday not that long ago.
0: I'm fifty. I'm fifty-seven. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I um, somehow I saved over an old file, or, yeah. or saved an old file over I'm my current to... file. I lost like five-ish hours, yeah, and, it, and it was right. You before... were like towards
1: the end again. You I was like you were
0: to the final boss going. Fight. You
1: it was. You, I don't where did you get to? Yeah, you yeah, were I on done, sin. You yeah. were like doing sin stuff, but you're safe. The whatever happened to the safe game, you went all the way back to before you even entered Xanarchan, exactly. to fight uh, what's her face in there, yeah, go and whenever. I
0: did not want to go through that all of that oh, battle yeah. and stuff. you know, and so at that, that was a point, hard boss fight too. Yeah. And so. and you know, and it's at the point where I was like, okay, I, I am not going to redo this boss fight. I don't want to redo all this. Yeah, so I ended up just like, okay, well, I watched the video of the end, and that was like it. There's I'm no like, video
1: of the end for this so one. yeah, you guys so we just, just don't get the episode. I'm unfortunately, so sorry. Um, but, but we, we did- might we will probably maybe go back to it at some point. Um, but. But we don't want to... We have other movies to watch. We'll come back to it at some point. So but right now, we're very, just going to yeah. keep going ahead. Yeah.
0: So just a very quick recap. Yes. Cinderella 2 had three parts. Yes. Uh, we felt like the first part was bearable it
1: was boring, boring but it bearable. wasn't it didn't hurt me second
0: point was very annoying i hated the second oh my part we, with
1: jock that he gets uh, jock the mice get, mouse gets turned into a human and there's a carnival scene that i just hate it just, just, a bunch just of stupid
0: shenanigans stuff that doesn't make sense with yeah. an elephant running around rampaging but it's yet
1: bad. yeah it was bad uh but then the third part
0: was it was enjoyable. It was, it was good. And it was enjoyable. It involved
1: one of the evil stepsister... Evil, Anastasia. Stepsisters Anastasia and, and maybe really? finding love and stuff like that. Yeah, it and was real, pretty cute.
0: Really nice character development with her. Yeah.
1: Really cute. It was the only part of the movie worth watching, yeah, certainly. Yeah. I and say movie. It's one of those special Disney sequels that's like three episodes of a canceled TV show crammed into one, quote, movie, but it's not really a movie. Um, yeah. But again, that... Yeah. Overall, not very good, but that third segment
0: pretty enjoyable very much in fact i enjoyed it so much that with cinderella 3 i felt like if they had had continued that storyline and developed it even more and and incorporated it into the plot that i would have even enjoyed cinderella 3 even more yeah cinderella
1: 3 is kind of weird because it doesn't seem which i guess is fair because cinderella 2 is basically episodes from a tv series that don't exist but like cinderella 3 basically doesn't seem to consider cinderella 2 to have happened it just kind of act it takes place at some point after the first cinderella seemingly um and the only real reference like reference that to cinderella 2 is that there's this lady that is in the first part of cinderella 2 that appears and then in the very end in the credits a character that appears in the third part of cinderella 2 appears in a picture Right. Uh-huh. And I think it
0: would have made it an even stronger plot. But what was really nice was the development of the prince yes. which and what was his nickname Kit? Or something, yeah, 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 Kit, yeah. yeah. but we, we still never got his name, but anyway, yeah. but because I was we,
1: they stressed that that was a nickname, so yeah,
0: but he was it, really nice development with him, really yeah. nice, really nice, enjoyable character, yeah. And then the relationship between he and Cinderella was very nice, oh, and yeah. and it definitely made that their storyline seem mm-hmm. um believable, yeah, yeah, N- and nice, it, mesh was, there. it was
1: a fun little adventure, like I get why I've, I've definitely seen on the internet that people tend to say that Cinderella three is better than you would expect of something called Cinderella three, a twist in time. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah. And yeah. good animation. Yeah. The animation's songs. way better than yes. Cinderella two. Cause it's like a movie. It's, you know, it's not Disney's a game because it's not made by the main studio, but it's good. Like mm-hmm. it's nice to look at. Um,
0: yeah. So overall our, our I think our recommendation for Cinderella two, and then you can jump in, sweetie. Sure. Um, Cinderella two, I'd say I would definitely recommend for the part three alone. Um, but i mean recommend i mean again nice to watch Cinderella 3 i think is definitely worth seeing um not
1: necessarily a must see but definitely a should see very yeah. enjoyable movie yeah i would i would say you probably don't need to watch Cinderella 2 and just like go on youtube and watch the third part or something like just find the third part and watch it cuz it's the only part that's worth it Cinderella 3 it's fun i definitely i it's i would probably be more interested in going back to it and just sitting through and enjoying it than I would the first Cinderella movie even though I don't think it is as good a movie. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they're they're pretty good and maybe we'll get to record and talk about them in more detail again at some point. Um
0: but yeah. So sorry for our our sad
1: it's podcast. It's a sad tale tra- you know. but we got to move on into the future, and now we're going to start talking to you about the 2015 Cinderella uh, live-action remake. Yes.
0: So enjoy.
1: Hello there, everybody. This is Danica Juarez. And this is Jan James. I uh, am a lesbian trans woman who's super into animation. And I'm a high school
0: AP English teacher and author of the published thesis, Transfigured
1: Women Gamers. Today, we are talking about Cinderella, the 2015 version of Cinderella by Disney. Um, this was one of the earlier live action remakes, I think, that they made, not counting the stuff in the 90s, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember like 101 Dalmatians with the yes. close and stuff. Yeah, yes. we'll get to that. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, this is one of the earlier of the new ones af- after... Um, Alice in Wonderland started making that idea popular for Disney, and yeah, it's it's pretty much just a, a retelling or a reimagining of the original Disney Cinderella. Um, yeah. yeah, would you? What was your initial thoughts on it? Your initial reaction? I liked
0: it a lot. In yeah. fact, I I loved it. It was yeah. just absolutely enjoyable, and it exceeded my expectations.
1: Yeah, I. I really enjoyed it, too. Like, I I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that was an enjoyable movie and um, makes me less nervous about seeing future Disney uh, remakes, though I'm sure plenty of movies will immediately destroy that optimism.
0: <laughs> I think I had seen it. At when it came out, I guess, oh, yeah. or some sometime, but it's been so long, and I didn't remember it. it came and out then twenty fifteen, so right. And again, it just exceeded my expectations. I hadn't
1: remembered it, but it was wonderful. I didn't, yeah. I had I had never seen it before, so this was a whole new experience for me. Yeah. Um. All right. Would uh? What do you with your initial reaction? Would you recommend this one?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it is just, it would, it's wonderful for any age. And I think it would, it's a wonderful family, uh, you know, to watch it together, but it absolutely is, I don't know. I would almost put it on a list of must see if you really are, are interested in Disney and nice. Disney stories.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it too. I think, um, it could possibly end up being one of the few Disney uh, remakes that I say, yeah, go watch it. It's it's good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's get specific. Okay. So, unlike our usual episodes, we're just going to put a spoiler alert here at the top because we're discussing a movie that we already... We're discussing a remake of a movie that we already saw at the and as our first episode and like... There's new stuff here, but it's all, like, the basic story here, we all know, and just with Disney remakes, I'm not, we're not gonna worry about spoilers. So, if you care about spoilers, there's not a whole lot of this episode for you to listen to, but still, here's the... Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert! Skip to... One hour, three minutes, and three seconds. So... Let's start with the with the question on everybody's minds when it comes to Disney remakes. Was this really necessary? I think it was.
0: I think it was. It to me it made it made the the story make sense. It gave depth to characters that had no depth and I think it told a more complete story. That was delightful.
1: Elaborate on that. I'm curious especially about um telling a fuller story and like the the characters having more depth. What are, what are, what are you thinking of when you say that?
0: Okay. Yes. Well, first I'm, I'm thinking of, I really don't like the cliche overused storyline that the mom's dead. And then, you know, you just have the, the dad and the, and the heir. that sure. seems, you know, whether it's Lion King, whether it's, it's, that's just a very cliche overused. And so what I'm, I really.
1: Narabi's alive in the Lion King say that again narabi is Simba's oh mom. you're right she's what alive. am i thinking of that there are plenty but, no, of disney i'm movies thinking where of bambi that. i guess uh, i'm bambi's sure, mom's
0: sure. killed quickly sure and then it's the yeah the, but i know there's sure. the there are others. definitely disney
1: movies where it's apt but no so Narabi is Thank a lot of it's for fine only. it's fine um
0: but we don't see her a lot but uh, I guess, she's there I guess she's so, at the very end yes okay she's around that's right so sorry. Well, No, it's that's fine. Just... It's
1: fine. Mom just <laughs> forgot Sarabi. It's totally... fine. All of I'm you Sarabi lovers, so there's probably some uh, people who love her.
0: But I guess what I really enjoyed. Cool. Okay. It's not only the reason that it was that to me, a more complete story mm-hmm. is you had the wonderful, you could see where oh, I love the family and yeah. where you got to know Cinderella's mother mm-hmm. and Ella's mother. And it was, I just love that family dynamics. I just loved their relationship. You could see where cinderella or ella got sure, a yes. lot of her
1: i guess we should mention El cinderella is her actual name is ella in this movie and then cinderella is like a rude nickname that her stepsister and then the stepmom goes for it like call her later in the movie and... right much later in the movie mm-hmm. interestingly uh, but yeah like a yeah. fair bit into it because we give it gives a lot of time towards the pre like before the start of the original movie. There's a lot of stuff before that, but right? Please continue.
0: Sure. Well, anyway, so I really like the the relationship that Ella had with her mother and father, especially her mother. But mm-hmm. you got to know her mother, yes, and that characterization. And then again, the relationship with the mother, father, and the family. Then I also feel like you had a full relationship with the print with Kit, the prince, and yes. his father. Mm-hmm. And I really like that relationship. And then then ella and kit meeting in the woods their relationship from start to finish it was so much more dynamic and compelling and it 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 seemed like it wasn't just the cliche love at first sight. Yes, they did seem to you know, really like each other, but it wasn't, they didn't profess their undying love the second they met sure, each other. Yeah. And there's
1: just like a spark.
0: You exactly. Could say. Exactly. And so I really enjoyed that. And then I liked the characterization of the Prince Agreed. and even his humility and even his mm-hmm. acknowledgement that he was still an apprentice and still learning <laughs> and his willingness to kind of learn even life lessons from Ella mm-hmm. and then it, it just was so much a richer story and then the other interesting thing was Lady Tremaine's journey mm. it was very you know you empathize with what she went through and then as far as what came out that she she had really been madly in love with her husband and she lost him and then she heard Ella's father talking about his love still for his wife and of course for Ella. And she realized that she really wasn't loved by him per se. Well, I don't,
1: when she talks about the one that she was madly in love with, I think that was her original. Exactly. Husband. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then she mentioned that the that second was marriage, her great
0: love. And then, yeah. And oh, then, I see, see what you're saying. I understand. I
1: yeah. Get what so you're that saying. was
0: her great love. And then the realization that her new marriage really doesn't was have doesn't that. have that mm-hmm. and he was still in love with his former mm-hmm. wife yeah it doesn't have
1: that on both sides like exactly. he clearly isn't feeling it exactly so i'm sure part of her knew before she overheard that since it insinuated that a good a decent amount of time had passed like they'd been together for probably at least a couple months but
0: right right but yeah so that was very very interesting yeah but yeah just a very complete it, it dynamic compelling story it was very engaging from to me almost from start to finish i
1: agree yeah no i found i found it really interesting um yeah let's let's start talking about even more of the movie and and especially differences you noticed between it and the original like what Yeah, more of the stuff that it added, anything it changed, because I know that there was definitely some interesting changes, uh, both to the story and to the different characters that uh, populate this world. Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, for instance, the mice. Uh, They don't talk and sing in this one, but they do make cute little not real mice noises. And there might be a couple shots where they're real mice, but I think for the most part they're computer animated and they look... It feels like they tried to make them look a little bit cuter than actual mice, even though I personally am one of the people who believe that mice are pretty cute. <laughs> but it feels like they made the eyes a little bigger and they, their f- faces occasionally had a little bit more expression than a real mice, a real mouse would have. Um, but I, th- I thought they were really cute. And I thought that... Their presence fixed the thing that I have several times mentioned with the original, and that they had way too much screen time in the original. I think they had a perfect amount of screen time in this. Of their, the little cute things that they did, and there was even like one scene where Lucifer chased them. Lucifer has an almost non-presence in this movie. Yes, yes. But Lucifer is a floof. Lucifer is adorable. Am I wrong? (laughs) So fluffy. Right? He
0: is he looks like one of you know those calendars with the with the fussy kitties, and the fa- yeah. yeah, that's what he looks like. He is so he, he is so grumpy looking
1: little face, but yeah. so cute. He pretty it feels like he pretty much just has that one scene where he like chases the the mice briefly, and then besides that, it feels like he's just. Around to be abused by Lady Tremaine, I know, which is sad. Poor thing. <laughs> he like gets kicked out of a carriage, kicked off of a thing, and he like keeps making some grumpy like meow's. I know. I, I just felt sad for really this. But so there far.
0: was a really I thought there was a really cute, endearing with Cinder with Ella and Lucifer, I mean, she when she snatched him up, it wasn't like, oh, bad Lucifer. Oh, yeah. evil Lucifer. It was just kind yeah. of like, no, we can't treat our guests this yeah. way. And she kind of actually picked up Lucifer somewhat lovingly mm-hmm. and then, you know, has shoes him away. So that was kind of, that was cute. I agree. I and, agree. Uh, and yeah, cute, cute, cute. Um, But yes, I, it was he was fun. He was a very mm-hmm. fun, um, and, and, the, oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, sure. Sorry. It reminded me, oh, no, 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 you're perfect. Um, what I was thinking of you're when you perfect. talked about, <laughs> you are perfect. Uh, the, the mice and what <laughs> I was thinking, the thought that occurred to me when you were speaking about them is that it would have, if they hadn't been there, it would have, it filled a purpose for them to be there. And it would yeah. have, it wouldn't, it would not fill the void that it needed to to have in there if they were absent. And what I mean by that is exactly because the thing is Ella then had been pretty much, everything taken away from her Mm -hmm. and she had no other friends and the servants were all taken, the people that she knew and if she didn't have the mice they they were her friends. Exactly, she would have had no one to interact with or to Mm -hmm. keep her spirits up and she like ate with them and she made the little table Mm, with them sat on the floor with (laughs) them. It was like
1: a little coasting (laughs) or something. Exactly, so
0: they to me they just like were again comfort for her and, and the only really thing left of her magical kind of little happy fairy tale yeah. life before her mother died and then before Agreed. her father died. No.
1: Yeah. I think, I think they definitely feel filled an important emotional purpose. Yes. Um, did you, did you notice if there was one named Jacques? I don't remember. I just I remember did. them mentioning Gus Gus. Yes. I just, cause remember he's like Gus. the bigger one. <laughs> I know.
0: I just remember Gus.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe Jacques was mentioned in there and presumably could have been one of the other mice, but Gus Gus was the only prominent. one that, yeah, okay. Gus Gus was the only one that, like, got name dropped several times, and you could, like, tell because he's the bigger one. Yes. Because um, they're all adorable. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yes, it, it was just a nice little anchor, and just yeah. that, that that bit of whimsical and, and hope and optimism and just friendship mm-hmm. that, that Ella needed with all of the, the dark days and the yeah. times that,
1: Yeah. Thing. yeah yeah like she starts off real happy and then you're like oh no bad things are gonna happen your parents are both gonna die yes. and of course they do because i mean we saw that how the story went in the <laughs> original like they were already gone in that one so yeah that was that was rough the the mom dies of like an illness i guess and then the dad what did he? He died on the road. He got he got an illness. He was an ill. Too. Illness too. He, okay. he took
0: ill. Another interesting thing that just kind mm-hmm. of occurred to me as far as logical in the storyline yeah. is that, that logical she logical or illogical. I didn't hear you. Sorry, illogical
1: or, or not logical or illogical.
0: I know. I'm trying to think of if I'm going for logical. Oh, okay. or Illogical. <laughs> You're not even well, sure. Well, <laughs> I guess wouldn't. I guess illogical because what to me. One thing that would not make sense in the storyline uh-huh. is that Ella was an adult, but were you know, like a young adult when Lady Tremaine came into the household. Right. And so Lady Tremaine trying to make her as if she's a servant and she's a peasant girl, everyone would have known her. She was grown, I mean, and her and, and knew her father or at least... The town or the community. She does have that
1: discussion with the late with the that random girl who's like in that one scene in town where she's like talking about like why do you let them treat you like that why don't you leave and she talks about wanting to stay to keep the house in order for her dead parents or something like that. exactly
0: but what I'm saying is Lady Tremaine trying to ruin or, or or convince whoever that that ella was a peasant girl the community would have known her because she was an adult by then it's not like
1: she was a young
0: girl i'm not sure they they went out
1: with her much though like it seems like she went out on her own but i don't know if she was actually trying to convince other people for the most part i think she was just other than the grand duke yeah i think she was just treating her like crud at home but then yeah like the people from the palace didn't know cinderella so she could convince them but the townspeople yeah i think you're right they would know Ella. So. Right.
0: I mean, I guess I just mean if it all came down to it. Yeah. And, and her credibility went up against it. Right. She yeah, wouldn't yeah. have been able to prove a lot because, again, Ella was a young adult and, yeah. the, you know, had grown up there.
1: No, that's fair. I don't know if the prince might. I'm going to keep calling him the prince, even though by the end of the movie he's the king, just so we know which one we're talking about because there is also the king for part of the movie, uh, for most of the movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know if anyone besides him would have even been interested in getting the opinion of townspeople, though, so, and they seemed like the house wasn't right there next to the town, so they would have had to travel. I don't know. Um, but I get, I get what you're saying, That yeah, I don't think, I don't think she, anyone could, in the town could be convinced because they know her. But. Correct.
0: And it was a decent size estate. Oh, yeah. It was a I mean, gorgeous, it's not like, again, estate. she was in some <laughs> little cottage or, or peasant no. house. So I just no, mean, really. and
1: again, it was her, you know, her father that had owned it yeah. and whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Did we know who the, the guy who, like, came to the door and and gave the news that the father died? Who was he? Do I'm not know? sure. Yeah, I don't know. I she, know. like, gave him a name, but I don't know. I don't know what his relation to the dad was or something like a business partner or what. I don't know. Yeah. Other than she's
0: like, I'm so sorry for what you went through. Also, wasn't it messed
1: up that that guy said he thought of you and your mom to the end, like, and like lately remains just exactly. a little bit that's that way.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying is, is, is because it's because like, oh, it doesn't of
1: course horrible
0: cruelty and inflicting it certainly does not uh, abuse excuse. on other people doesn't no. excuse but you I mean but it, it I liked it giving her character more depth mm-hmm. showing her heartbreak yeah. and and She's her She's let herself it, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just mean and and also solidifying her her knowledge that she mm-hmm. wasn't a new love and that, that she'd had the one love and that she felt like she'd never have it again because right. this new husband hadn't
1: loved, you know, right. That was kind her, of like the final nail in the coffin her. to that concept of like, Oh yeah, no, even at the end, he wasn't thinking of me. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, again, doesn't justify it, but oh, it, certainly but not. I'm glad
0: it gave her, I, I guess So it justified, not justified at all, no. but it, it gave, explained, explained, helped mm-hmm. explain
1: some of her, which it, a villain doesn't always need to be explained, especially the like campier and just more overtly evil they are. but this is going for a more realistic story, so I think it I think it's helpful to like understand like this is why she's acting like this. it's not she should still be choosing to act in different ways and handling her emotions differently, but like yeah the this is the point where she is making these bad decisions to be worse and worse, right, yeah. Yeah,
0: and two is why she's more and more jealous and resents yes. Ella. Yeah,
1: resents seems to resent the love that exactly. that her father had for her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how about the stepsisters?
0: Interestingly, <laughs> Drizella was a much more in-depth character than Anastasia, who in all of the so. animated. I think so. I I hardly knew like, Anastasia.
1: Like, what did you know about Gisela? I'm curious. Well,
0: Gisela, I guess, was much more vocal, but she was also just much more animated, and she was the one who came up with the name Cinderella. She was the one who who had more personality. Whereas Anastasia, I just feel like was a very back, very, very background character. And Drizella. I didn't really,
1: I didn't really get that sense. I don't know. It felt like they just played off of each other constantly and they were both kind of, I didn't feel much of a differentiation between them, honestly. They just kind of felt like the, the two stepsisters who, who are, I mean, the original movie definitely plays them more for comedy and this movie certainly follows suit. Like, they're mostly comedy.
0: Well, I guess where I'm coming from, because especially with my background, my father mm. was director of theater for over oh, sure. 25 years, and I grew up watching plays and, and watching my dad's dress rehearsals. Mm. And I think the term in theater talk would be that in in any scene that Drizella and Anastasia were in, Drizella stole the scene. Mm. Uh-huh. I don't know. She was just the one I watched, and she seemed to... to just kind of steal the scene away from Anastasia. Interesting.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. I, Yeah. I still, I found myself going back and forth between the both of them. So I wonder what it is that, that really caught your eye and had you mostly paying attention to one or the other. Interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just, again, she was just much more dynamic and, you know, again, she's the one that came up with the, you know, even just the, I don't know, the, her expressions, her her voice, she was louder. She was, I don't know. She just, she caught my attention, stole the scene. And again, she's the one who came up with the name Cinderella.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're talking a whole lot about these characters and I think it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense, even though I had it in our, this is our first time doing a Disney remake. I think we should probably just like name drop the actors and talk about them too, while we're talking about these characters and, the, and their performances. So um, for reference, um, uh, Lady Tremaine is Kate Blanchett. She's amazing, and I yes. love her, and she's a joy to watch constantly. Um, and then the Drizella is Sophie McShera, and Anastasia is Holiday Granger. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I enjoyed I enjoyed both of them, personally, and I I think, yeah, they were... They weren't ever so nasty that you hated them, but they weren't ever so nice that you didn't like think that they deserved comeuppance. Yeah, yeah they
0: weren't. Uh, they weren't conniving. They no. were. They were petty. They were mean, and they, they were had, like, shallow. They Threatened
1: to murder each other a lot, which they, was true. interesting.
0: Interestingly, their their aggression was as much directed towards one another than they were. Which they
1: had some in the original, but they certainly weren't hurling death threats.
0: Exactly. And again, to me, all of the animated versions, the original Cinderella and Cinderella two and Cinderella three that Uh we saw that Anastasia was the dynamic character and the one you watched. And Drizella was in the background. And again, in this live action, that was reversed for me.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't feel the reversal, but I definitely felt. Yeah, like there was an effort, concerted effort, especially in two and three, to like redeem Anastasia as a character, and there's definitely no None interest that was... that in that. This one, like, no. they're both neither of them have any sort of redemption, but they also, I mean, I guess at the very end, they're not like glaring at Anast at uh, Cinderella or. Ella is her actual name and her name that she, I assume, prefers. Um, but anyways, like, they weren't like, oh, rah, 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 at the end, they were like kind of smiling, but it's also like, what else are you going to do at this point? Like, you guys aren't going to go have a happy ending with with him. Also, did you notice that the narrator was like, because, uh, so at the end, as she's leaving, she said that she forgives the stepmother. And then the narrator is like, forgived or not, her, the Grand Duke, and the daughters left the country and never came back. Yes, and that I was, was like, interesting. What?
0: <laughs> I wonder if the the Grand Duke had, I don't know, had been f- dismissed or fired by the know, by the new king,
1: or the scene that we saw by the card. It didn't even necessarily seem like the prince knew that the Grand Duke was trying to hide stuff, right? Like he, it felt like he was like, no, we're all going to check this house, but there wasn't a part where he was like, you're going to pay for what you've done. Like there wasn't, or even just like a a look at him or like an indication that like he was upset and understood that this man was trying to stop him getting together with her.
0: But what possibly could have been just, this is just off the, just a thought that occurred to me is that maybe he realized he wasn't going to be able to control the prince. Maybe and he, he decided exactly. Left. I'm just saying is that that kind of his plan was foiled, and that he no longer felt like he was going to get
1: what his goal was. Because yeah, he, he wanted. said that he had already promised. Exactly. What's her name? To to. So yeah, maybe he fled for his safety from her. Maybe. rather than the
0: prince. Exactly. Another thing that I really liked about this rendition of Cinderella is the fact that. Lady Tremaine was absolutely beautiful. Oh, yes. Gorgeous. She's Kate She's gorgeous. Exactly. She was just gorgeous, elegant, absolutely exquisite. As she and, always is. And Drizella and Anastasia were very, oh, very, yeah, they were pretty. Uh, very pretty young ladies. So I like that it takes away from just because you're evil, you're ugly or because you're stepsister, sure. you're clumsy and mm-hmm. and unattractive because no, in yeah. one sense all three of those women were as attractive to me or as or more than the character of Ella. Mm-hmm. And so what I like about to me the whole how oh, the, the 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 wonderful story and fairy tale or happy ever after quality of Cinderella is the fact that of the inner beauty and Mm, that, that beauty and kindness and, and who you are on the inside. That's beautiful. You know, you know, Trans you know Transforms Trans anything yeah. So again it's not like That she was unattractive She was a very Very beautiful young lady But again it's not like She Her beauty just so Outshined
1: Sure Anyone else She wasn't like that, Leagues above ever, Yeah no, and that's no. why
0: She was That's why she was chosen Yeah whereas you know, In
1: the original Like there was obviously A marked difference In the way her And the sisters were drawn To where she was more Beautiful for what we Consider beautiful In animation And they were not Correct But here like they're all beautiful.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and then too is, so that's, what's nice is then you can let the, the character and the dialogue show the difference in, in their, you know. Personality. Personality and I was going to say their level demeanor. of, of goodness or demeanor and, you, <laughs> oh, know, sure. you know, evil, good versus evil and, and just yes. even kindness. And especially that the The dialogue at the end between Lady Tremaine and Ella, her saying, why are you so cruel? Why? I've been nothing but kind to you. And and that was a very powerful scene to me up in the attic.
1: And then and her response was something along the lines of, because you're good and nice. And then she kind of trails off and then leaves with the obvious implication that even she doesn't feel like she is that. Like maybe she thinks that at one point she was, but she knows now that she isn't. And is like resigned to it, I guess, is like, this is who I am now. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. That was really interesting. And, and
0: what do you think? I think it was clear at one point that she did have affection for Ella and that she seemed to have really cared for her initially when, not that it it made that real clear, but mm-hmm. then there was a definitive her masking and really almost lying about that she had cared about her up in in the big attic. I feel scene. like
1: she might've seen herself in Ella. That was sort of what I took away from it was that she felt like at one point she was like that and had more goodness in her and like what had a great love of her life and stuff, but she's let herself become bitter and like, treating people bad and stuff like like she's lost that goodness that was kind of what i assumed because i mean we it showed her and and and, and ella act uh, interact some earlier when the dad was still alive and it wasn't she wasn't awful to her then but there didn't seem to be a whole lot of warmth or love there still um so i'm not sure how much she ever necessarily cared about her she barely seems to care about her own daughters she like it says disparaging things about them all the time, which I I get that, like, they're comic relief, and, like, they are shown throughout the movie to be kind of dumb and annoying. But, like, you're their mom. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, there was the one scene where, again, I don't think it really made it clear, but when the father left before mm-hmm. the father died, and when he... and when Ella was... Just so distraught and came. I think it was that scene. Yeah, it oh, wasn't. Yeah. Um, yes, and, yes. And, and she said, Come here, child. And she had her sit on the bench next and to like her. And she was an holding her. Yeah, something. no, she was yeah, holding yeah. her and comforting her. I don't remember what broke up that scene at the time. Someone. But yeah, came I think that was the most affectionate we ever saw her Exactly. With her. So I think there might have been some genuine. Yeah. But yeah, I really I liked you used the perfect word bitter. I think that yes. is the, the true lesson in this or the, the transformation, the final transformation with Lady Tremaine is Mm -hmm. that she let bitterness take root in her heart when she overheard Ella's father speaking to her before he left on the trip and expressing his love and his love for his former wife. Mm -hmm. I think the bitterness really dug deep in there. And then the final, when the father died and she was standing and she heard um, the man saying that the, yes. his last thoughts were of ella and her yeah. mother i think that's when oh the, the, the final, camera was like looking was, at her yeah, face and you that's could like when it was tell it was that there was kind of like there a was, final
1: straw sort of situation exactly okay i love i love kate blanchett and, and lady Tremaine, but we should talk other aspects of the movie um the um actor who played the king Um, I actually recognize him. I'm sure he's been in a lot of things, but the thing that I recognized him from, um, what is his name? Derek Jacoby. The thing I recognize him from is Doctor Who. Oh! He uh, played the Master when we first meet the Master, right before he transforms into the younger guy who then plays the Master through the series back in the David Tennant years. Oh, okay. When they first meet him, he's an old man who has... the the watch or whatever is closed and he like doesn't remember that he's the master. Okay. But that's, that's Derek Jacoby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, I literally will sometimes just go to YouTube and watch the scene where he remembers who he is because I feel like it's done very well from an acting and cinematography and music standpoint just it all comes together very good and i love that scene um so yeah it was just fun for me to to see him in something else because i knew he was definitely in other things but this is the first other thing i recall seeing him in um and I, i think he did a great job he he definitely he definitely wasn't like the king in the original at all which I'm glad of, because right. <laughs> I
0: like not that idiot, stereotypical, yeah. whatever, or being controlled or manipulated, because he definitely, we know the Grand Duke had ulterior motives, but it's not like he let himself be totally duped by anyone, right, per right. se, and he was a, a fairly dynamic character. I think
1: so, too. Definitely. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, He. If, there was a lot of depth and warmth, I think, too. Mm-hmm. To his portrayal,
0: and I like the scene with he and Ella at the ball. Yes, and and was, again, it was, was short, but it was adorable. Exactly, it was an, again. He's an, a wonderful, wonderful actor. Oh yes, definitely. And so that was very believable. Again, I really liked his relationship with his
1: son. The with the first scene that, that we see him in. Wait a sec. Oh my gosh. Wait a sec. Okay. Before we get to that.
0: Okay.
1: I know. Um, before we get to that, the first scene where we actually see him, we've already seen the prince, but the first scene we see the, the king in and him and the prince are interacting and they have kind of that quick back and forth of no, yes, no, yes. Like mm-hmm. that was the way that they did it. It was really cute. Like yes. that was a really, that instantly like warmed me to him. And I was like, oh, their relationship is adorable. Yes. And then yes, then there was the death scene. Yeah. I know. I literally. Oh. Did you cry?
0: I cried, and I up too. I'm about to cry. God, thinking of it, what what I think, absolutely, finally got me is Kit being curled up on the bed with his father in it, panning out because it was like he was like <sighs> curled up. Just it was. On. It <sighs> was. Oh my gosh, that, that was, was heartbreaking. It was. That was the just... the
1: sad stuff in the beginning didn't get me because I knew it was coming and stuff. And admittedly, I knew the king was going to die because they telegraphed that. In the very first scene we meet him, that like he is dying, but uh which just... by the way is
0: an interesting choice because yes, obviously, very in all different of the from anime- the original in all of the animated, yes, he's very much alive.
1: Yes, that was a, a definitely an interesting choice and departure, yes. But, oh man, that scene that that
0: got me, I know, I <sighs> know, I know, it, and it was beautiful, it was. It was it was just beautiful, and I loved, I think it was very, very well written, mm. and it was, I loved how the, him being, blessing him to go after the person that he yes. loved. It was It was just a wonderful way that they carried that through from mm. the ballroom scene, through other interactions, you know, what's best for the country, you know, the, since it's a small kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, and then that final transition of, you need to marry for love, not for the, king. you know, not for political or kingdom or however he put it so yes yes beautiful, beautiful yeah
1: um okay and then i guess the last main character to talk about which we've already talked about him a little bit is the grand duke which is another great actor huge right t- well he's a great actor but huge change from the original yes so the grand duke, duke in the original is like just like a bumbling yes man to the king basically who gets threatened with murder if he doesn't do the right things and this one <laughs> Jafarish, <laughs> i
0: not that not that i'm a little offended
1: that... <laughs> jafar is like my favorite disney villain no, and love, this guy's got nothing on
0: Jafar. well i know that is
1: true but along but no he was a villain like straight up.
0: And, and yes
1: definitely, definitely no he so he basically like when the first time we meet him he's all like very focused on the idea that you need to marry outside of the country to build alliances, to build our country because it was a small one and we want to be bigger and more powerful or whatever. Um, So he's introduced already opposed to obviously what we already know of the prince and what he wants. Um and then like as we get to the ball and stuff we find he like introduces the prince to this lady I don't remember her name but she is she's gorgeous beautiful yeah and um and, and a little bit condescending um, about the size of the kingdom mentions that yes. it's little or whatever and then he has a that, quaint the, maybe the prince has the know. the prince has the fun like comeback of oh I hope you'll be fine with how small it is or something like that yeah. Yeah, like, it's cute but anyways he introduced uh, the Grand Duke introduces them and then later we find out that he introduced them because he already promised the prince to her yes which is wow putting your cart before your horse buddy exactly (laughs) exactly
0: and interestingly with lady tremaine overhearing that conversation and then him saying and then she's saying your secret's safe with me yeah
1: like like Pointedly stopping exactly. him To tell him that Yes you're saying, Yes yeah. And
0: then later When he said Are you Are you Threatening me Did he say Threatening uh, me uh, Or blackmailing uh, me I, I, I think, think I wrote it yes.
1: He says Are you threatening me And, and then she, she said, like is like Yes And then like She smiles And they both kind of laugh Because yeah. they're both evil
0: Exactly <laughs> So maybe that is why They ended up together At the end of the movie He decided I don't know if they ended was... up together <laughs> We just
1: know that They all left the country They didn't necessarily I Go together I they said together But maybe they did Just didn't. that they left I think Okay Let's talk about that narrator. How did you feel? Strange. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. It just. It felt okay in the beginning because the narrator was giving us some information we didn't have. But then she appeared a couple of times there and, like, for like a quick line or two. And in a lot of cases, I would be like, I don't think we needed her to say anything to understand what's happening in this plot. Like, yeah, I just, it felt like one of those situations where the movie probably could have been okay without the narrator at all and definitely could have done with less.
0: I agree because in the original animated 1950 version, it was very necessary because literally they cut out the whole part with the well, they told nothing about the mother, but then yeah. of the father getting wanting to remarry for his daughter, then getting sick, then dying—all of that—they yes. just literally skipped to, you know, Cinderella and right. the, and Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters. So that was it was very necessary, but again, I don't think it was necessary in this.
1: No, it no, it just kind of felt, it felt kind of tapped on, and it felt it felt like sometimes it just detracted. And I mean, that's not. Helena Bonham Carter's fault because we find out at like the end that she mentions that she's the fairy godmother. I honestly hadn't been it I I didn't realize. Um because the narrator will go long stretches not saying anything, so yeah. But um yeah, I just I don't think we needed the narrator. But on that note, Helena Bonham Carter played Bellatrix in <laughs> Harry
0: Potter. Yes, and of I, course. for the longest time I was like, how do I know? oh my gosh, I love that actress. Who is she? Who is she? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, that's and this Bellatrix. isn't her
1: first Disney remake, either. Wow, she, because she was the Queen of Hearts in the um, Alice in Wonderland. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yes, but yes, yeah.
0: yes, I like that. she's yes. got the
1: big head or whatever. Yes,
0: yes. But no, it was, she was delightful. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And I, then I absolutely did not recognize her when before she transformed. One. She weird. Yeah, she looked very strange. <laughs> but then, yeah, I was... I was like, oh my gosh, that was so, she was, she was delightful. She was absolutely delightful. Just
1: the the purposefully kooky nature that she brought to it. And it was
0: wonderful because since it it was such a nice departure from the just absent-minded, bumbling fairy godmother, but yet it kept the fun, that fun, whimsical, funny, I don't know, just... Vibe because she, she was just yeah kooky and, and yeah. eccentric or kind of she was just delightful yeah it just felt like she wasn't fun.
1: all there like she was like part of her was paying attention to this but her mind was also elsewhere yeah. half the time like, and she would kind of like oh yeah I need to do this and, and I loved oh. her gown. she was oh, phenomenal yes. looking she was gorgeous but it yeah she was just... I don't think the pumpkin needed to like explode the gazebo that I was know. a little bit of overkill but other than that like or that smush whole... them
0: up against them. yeah <laughs>
1: but other than that that whole like that whole thing and her especially was just great. It was. Oh, also, because in that scene, I felt like the dress transformation was maybe a little overblown. Like, maybe went on a little longer yeah,
0: than it needed. Yeah, I think it was a little yeah. overdone. But it was I mean, beautiful, It could have been yes.
1: toned down a little bit and I think it would have been perfect.
0: I think you're right. I would agree with that. But it was absolutely beautiful. Oh, gorgeous dress. But yes. Certainly. Yes. And well, and especially with the overdone nature was then just almost kind of, I don't know, the turning and the primping of Ello. It was just kind of at the yeah. very end that, that then it was kind of like, okay, wait, why are we still doing this? But yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but, and then the only thing that I can say about the only thing that made sense with the pumpkin, again, I'm just not a fan of destruction mm-hmm. for destruction's sake or things getting wrecked. I'm just that I'm just not a fan with it
1: destroying the gazebo. Or? Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, I'm not a fan of that, but with oh my gosh, that that carriage was so ornate, so it was to me it was as if the pumpkin and the the glass and the you know, the gazebo or that whatever that was Uh, all meshed together because it became part of the design. Yeah. And that's what I took from that. And it just became I didn't didn't even, re- yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Especially the, you know, the, the ceiling, the the roof yeah, of it and yeah. all of that just became part of the wow. carriage. Yes. Wow, you're so clever. Yes. Well, thank you. And so <laughs> I just thought, okay, well, that makes sense now because it just became this incredible, yeah, no, gorgeous, gorgeous. ornate innate. carriage. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was almost
1: it was almost a little gaudy with how it was, gorgeous it was. But I
0: liked it. More than the original, which yeah. I never thought I could because, but I still love. There's a
1: sort of elegant simplicity with the original that mm-hmm. is still oh, it classic, was gorgeous. Which but I this just did its own thing. It and did. It, was lovely. it did.
0: And in that sense, I liked it because if it had tried to copy exactly that, so it wouldn't like, have lived up exactly. And like you're saying, this was almost more ornate. Yes. Which, by the way, that's another thing I loved about this film. It was so gorgeous. Oh, it was the palace, the everything was spectacular. I was just in awe. I was absolutely in awe of the kingdom, of the palace, of even, you know, their home. Yes. Um, the oh, it was just it was, it was amazingly beautiful. done. Mm-hmm. I was just I was I was wild. I yes. that's where I said it just exceeded my expectations and I was just blown away.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was it was gorgeous to look at definitely and like you felt the opulence of the yes. castle and everything. No, it was it was beautiful. All right, let's go to the final comp- uh, question, I guess, um, of, of the remakes. Um, how does it compare? Let's talk... Let's first, before we get to just overall comparing the movie, let's think, let's think about, like, characters and scenes... Were there, were there characters you liked better in this one or more in the other one, scenes and vice versa, any that you thought was maybe equally good but for different reasons, like any anything like that, just more direct comparisons? I would say the majority of characters I liked better
0: in this live mm-hmm. version. Absolutely the prince, the king, oh, the duke, Lady Tremaine, and and really Cinderella because she was so much more dynamic and I, you know, I, she had more agency because even from the beginning, even with the abuse, she was consciously, and I think they made it clear. She was purposely choosing what she was doing as Mm -hmm. far as staying kind, staying just not, but that she still had agency in, Some things that she would say back or, you know, where she would, you know, kind of like put her foot down for. Definitely. And so, I I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I was, I really enjoyed it. And I, and again, I feel like it filled in so many of the gaps. And I think why I enjoyed the original 1950 Mm -hmm. is because it was so simplistic and so little dialogue, but now this filled in
1: all the things. with the other way with it. Exactly. Which I really enjoy. yeah. I I generally agree, too. Um, I think... Not to just uh, talk about Kate Blanchett all the time, but I'm a lesbian, so I love her. <laughs> um, but I like the original Lady Tremaine, and I think the two performances are very different because the original Lady Tremaine not... Counting, not counting Cinderella 3, even though I enjoyed that movie. The original Lady Tremaine is very reserved pretty much all the time. Cate Blanchett's version is very good at being reserved at certain times. But then there are other times where she kind of goes a lot bigger, especially with her daughters and stuff. And she'll have, like, kind of more over-the-top expressions or, or things that she's doing. And it's interesting to see how she flip-flops kind of between that that sort of dual natures that she, that she has there which i found interesting like the the one in Lady train in the original like kind of just has one feel to her that stays and and kate blanchett's version feels harder to pin down a little like, a little like she has multiple aspects to her that are almost at war in each other if, with how they with how they go back and forth, I don't know. I it was great. She was wonderful to watch.
0: I think if I definitely with what you're saying, and if I if I really think about, I think that Lady Tremaine in the original Cinderella, her character was more consistent and and more made more sense. With just her evil nature, that she mm. was bitter from the start and she stayed through that. And she also kept that, again, that reserve and that um, air about her and that aristocratic snobbery. She felt like
1: more distant, you know, exactly. more above, like, or at least that she felt like she was. Yeah.
0: Whereas, you know, Kate Blanchett's, you know, Lady Tremaine again, yeah, was more wanting to be admired, accepted. And I don't think it completely fleshed out her transformation from having been having any ounce of good to then going completely bitter and evil. I don't know if if it, if it it completely fleshed out. So in that sense, possibly, if I really had to say, I think maybe the original animation version of Lady Tremaine was a little bit i don't know to me more believable
1: interesting i i don't know if i'd totally agree i think they're just i think they ultimately feel like very different characters even if their ultimate purpose in both narratives is, is you know the same but just it don't and i would actually go so far as to say that kate blanchett's version does feel more like a person whereas I would agree. Lady Tremaine in the original feels more just like an antagonist, a person who like has nothing left in her but the evil kind of thing, like the the just looking down on people and like all joy has left her life. Cate Blanchett's accurate. version still has some of it, and also very much remembers having it, and is bitter about not feeling like she has it anymore.
0: I would say yeah. And, and and so ultimately I though much I enjoyed my I preferred the live animation. I like mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett's it's live de- action. Live action. What did I say?
1: You're fine. You said live animation.
0: <laughs> live animation. It's live animation. Uh, but no, I I think I liked her depict- well I enjoyed watching her depiction more because mm-hmm. as you you said very very well it was a much more believable you know Realistic Mm -hmm.
1: version of a person. All right. Let's, let's go to our final consensus. And since we're talking about a remake, we're not just going to talk about how we liked it, but let's all, let's actually start talking about how we like it compared to the original. Is, is it in the same ballpark of enjoyment? Is it more? Is it less? What, how do you feel it compares?
0: I think it was more for me. It was more. I think I would agree.
1: Yeah, like there was the first one has elegant simplicity, Mm -hmm. but also has too many scenes with the mice, (laughs) not enough scenes with the people. This one does not have elegant simplicity, but it does have gaudy, gorgeous things. And the characters overall feel the human characters feel much more fleshed out and more they're more believable and just easier to relate to even the villains.
0: And it's a richer, more dynamic story to me. And yeah. it definitely caught me up more in gotten me more immersed and I certainly I just, didn't cry just, like, in
1: the original Cinderella, but and can this we, one got me.
0: we are going to talk though about the the dress scene, aren't we? Yes, thank you. Yes. That thank I you. wanted to cry. To me that was more in, in comparing the two. To me, that was more, I I didn't think it could get more powerful. It was more powerful to me because that was completely her mother's dress. Mm. None of it had been taken and borrowed. It was something that was so important to her, mm-hmm. and yet they ripped it. And they, they like, it was like a combination of attacking her, abusing mm. her, and attacking her mother and all of the love and, 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 and her whole past and it was oh it was thank you for bringing this up
1: because i did mean to talk about it but interestingly i have very different feelings about it i did not feel much emotion during that scene i didn't think it was bad but i don't feel i didn't feel it was anywhere near as powerful as that scene in the original and i feel i feel like that has to do with how it was shot it was basically just you know back and forth in in the live action one. And there were certainly scenes that did do great usage of, of people's position in the cameras and stuff. And this one was fine, but that particular scene didn't feel heightened by the way the camera was filming it or anything. And there wasn't, the ripping was more subtle. She just kind of pulled the thing and like pulled the stuff in the front and it, it felt violating certainly, but, it didn't feel like her whole dress was being destroyed in front of her. And we didn't have like these sharp, quick cuts between like her looking horrified and and her sisters like ripping and tearing and the backgrounds getting more red and violent as it happens. So for me, it it, it didn't have that same. It was probably the one area of the film that didn't hit the same depth of emotion that the original did because it wasn't, it didn't necessarily need to mimic the way the original did it to have emotional impact, but the way it was filmed didn't make it particularly emotionally impactful for me. I understand what you're saying with the dynamics of the scene itself and the context, but the actual filming didn't draw me in in the same way.
0: I would a hundred percent agree as far as how they shot that film mm-hmm. and. And especially how powerful they made the animated. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that I felt the way I did is because they did such an amazing job to make. The whole story. I was so caught up in the mm-hmm. background yes. and the relationship she had with her mother, and that that she clearly established this was her mother's, and it's not like the mice went and got right. the the pearls from Anastasia or Gisella and the and the ribbon and put it on mm-hmm. there. And, and and so the reason that it felt just because of the backstory, because mm-hmm. the the story was so. Dynamic and fleshed out and well written. That that backstory was carrying with it, and I felt yes. like it was such a violation to attack and rip her clothes because it was, was it was mom's. completely hers, mm-hmm. you know. And One they the had no right. It was so was. it was so unjustified. It was absolutely yes. unjustified in the original oh, version, certainly. but they felt justified because those it had elements that she had taken from them that they Mm -hmm. you know accused her of stealing definitely but this there was nothing it was completely hers and her mother's and and so it in in that sense it felt just so unjustified and so cruel and so abusive it just was heart-wrenching
1: i i definitely agree i think that the context definitely the context if just looking at context it was worse but the way it filmed didn't to me Bring that context to me emotionally. I don't know, and that was interesting. But something that my wonderful wife Valerie mentioned that we should mention before I actually move us back to our our final consensus is um, the use I commented in the first episode about the use of shadow especially yes, yes. especially the way that darkness would be used to to obscure Lady Tremaine and then like just her eyes would be highlighted or something before it showed the rest of her or or some or things along those lines and they did something similar especially in the scene where Lady Tremaine and and Ella um, have kind of their final confrontation, as it were, in the um, in the attic. Um, Cinderella goes to to get where she hid the glass slipper, and it's not there, which was a wonderful like. Oh, she she got it. She figured her out. What she did, and yeah. then she's like sitting over the other end of the room, that and she's was just terrifying. framed in darkness. Yes, and like. As they're talking, she'll kind of pull out of it some, and then she'll go back into it as the scene, like, ebbs and flows. And so you didn't... It was similar to things that the original did, but different because of how the mediums are different. In the original, she could be basically in complete darkness, so you can't really see anything but her outline, and then just her eyes are highlighted. Whereas in this one, you, you can't quite do that, but you can still, like the way that she looks overall when she's more highlighted or when she's more in that darkness, they had a lot of fun playing with. And I yeah, I thought it was very well done and interesting. Also, when she stood, she dwarfed Cinderella in the framing. Like she looked huge compared to her, which was obviously very purposeful. And yeah, that did a great that sort of cinematography I wish had been in the dress ripping scene. Yes. Because I really felt that in that scene. It was Great.
0: they yes, that they could have made that scene so much more powerful, but yes, I loved that parallel, and it made it so strong because one of the things we pointed out with the original nineteen fifty Cinderella is they did such an excellent depiction of using shadow to create that fear that yes. that that tension, and even the even the distinction between good and evil mm-hmm. um and and all of that, and so yes, in fact, when lady Tremaine it was. It was semi-terrifying when she first started speaking. I didn't even see where she was. <sighs>
1: yeah, and then all just of a like sudden, leaning back, just yes, darkness.
0: and then so that was mm-hmm. very powerful. Was excellent, good. excellent cinematography
1: and excellent. And really given Kate Blanchett the ability to chew that scenery. Oh, mm, mm, yes, beautiful. It was. It was. It was. Good. Okay. Okay. We've we've gushed about this movie enough. I think let's that's where we were going to go but i'm very glad that you detoured us because those were very good things to talk about final consensus how you we both i think we both feel like overall this was more powerful even than the original even though both certainly have their merits first off out of, on a scale of one to five approximately where would you put this one
0: I really really enjoyed this. I would absolutely go to a 4. I might even consider higher, but Interesting. at least a solid 4, maybe even close closer to like 4 4.25 or <laughs> I don't know if I would go all the you, way up to you 4. four. These decimals. I do. I like these decimals. I like these decimals. Mm, you, you get really I almost go up to 4.5 because <laughs> and I think if I did definitely somewhere between four and 4.5, because I don't mean, I guess the only reason I'm reserving it because it's just not like, you know, I know it's not the most powerful and you know, movie that I've ever seen. So I don't want to go that high, but I just enjoyed it. The cinematography, the absolute sets. And again, it was, you know, the, the costumes, the the acting, it the the costumes were stunning, the sets were stunning. It was just amazing. Amazing. So yes, I would I would absolute a solid four. And I might even go up a little higher than that.
1: I think it's safe to say that you would recommend the movie yes, too. Then. I would
0: absolutely recommend. I think again I would put it on I really would almost put it on a must see. If you're a Disney, um if you love the the classic Disney stories, I think I'd put it on a must see list.
1: Awesome, I would put it i'm gonna i'm gonna go with your mate- I was originally when I thought of decimals just going to do point fives, but I'll do to the point two fives on either side also <laughs> I'm going to go with three point seven five okay I think it was very good and very entertaining it's a little long but not in the way that I feel it needed to be trimmed because I like thinking about it all of those scenes I feel needed to be there but it's a little long so it's a little harder for me to want to go back to again and again it yes. would have to be more spaced out when I go back to it but I had a very good time watching it i think it's a, i think it's a good movie i just i don't want to i don't want to put it too high because i know i'm going to have some movies that i i put real I high know, that's
0: why i'm sticking primarily things that to are very
1: my, dear to my heart
0: i know i think that's why i'm i'm sticking but our, more our solidly to our star forward.
1: scale is always going to be pretty all over the place anyways that's sort of the nature of them so i definitely want to say that yes i recommend it it is it is good i think it's worth a watch disney fan or no frankly like i think i think fans of like Romance and light fairy tales would, would certainly enjoy this, too. Like, it's just an enjoyable movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, if-
1: I recommend it. And personally, I would rather watch it than the original, even though, again, I think the original is good. I... I liked this very much.
0: Yeah. I think if I was going to have a classic Disney weekend or something, Mm -hmm. I think this would be my choice out of all of the Cinderella's. This would be, this would be my choice between, you know, the original and Cinderella two and three that I would want to see. Awesome. And I'd want to see again.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's going to be all from us this time. And this will be the last Cinderella episode that we're doing. Um, We've done a lot of Cinderella. It's time, time (laughs) to move on to, to some different things. We're going to be back to animated movies next time. Uh, Next time we are going to find out what happens when dogs die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers there. (laughs) No spoilers,
1: but it's an animated movie, so you you can figure it out. This was a lot of fun. It's late and I need to go to bed. I love you, Mom. I love you too, And I love you, dear listeners. We'll see you next time. Take care. See you soon. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash 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 licenses/slash buy/slash 3.0. Thanks for listening!